what's up, Boston? You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I am your host, Samboni Jones, and we have a special short program for our listeners tonight. The aim of this program is to express the importance of WBCA as a great community platform and just the overall importance of community media in general. To highlight these aspects, we have chosen a few WBCA radio producers to give testimonials along with segments of their shows that exemplify the importance of WBCA, also BNN, and community media in general. And as always, we want to thank all of our wonderful community members and producers who make BNN and WBCA the great community media outlets that they are. Enjoy. Hi. I'm Sharon Hinton, BNN media producer of On Another Level. On Another Level features current and important events, community issues, movers and shakers who help you decide and define what your community and important issues need to be and how to address them. On Another Level educates, empowers, and encourages the village at the levels traditional broadcast media won't or can't. Join us as we go On Another Level on WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Why is WBCA so important to you and me and the community? As Boston's community radio station, we have to understand that we cover and inform the community about issues and concerns that no other media station can do from a community producer's perspective. We are in the community, and we know the issues of the community because we are closest to what's happening. So that's why you need to support WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. America's civil rights mascot. On this day, you'll have folks who would have never in their life marched with, agreed with, voted with anything. We're on another level. I'm your host, Sharon Hinton. I have this action-packed program live here, the importance of community media and community television. When you're talking about democracy, you cannot talk about being in a democracy and ignore freedom of speech. And so what we do here at BNN Media as producers, as community members, is get to you the news and the information so that you can make decisions about your life. So there are things that the broadcast media will cover. And for someone like me who's been in media for over 45 years in different levels, I've noticed that there was a certain integrity, and I'm dating myself by saying what, what Walter Cronkite, and you know, 60 Minutes Now is sort of, sort of journalism, but not really. Um, so there were news, there was an integrity to news to report the news, not so biased, although there's always a bias when you have human beings, but actually news and to educate you, but not to entertain you necessarily. There were segments of entertainment. Right now, what we're being subjected to is edutainment, and it's in short, quick sound bites because that's what people's attention spans are accustomed to now because of social media, 60 seconds, 30 seconds, and they got a lot of money. However, you know what I'm talking about. And so our young people are getting very used to that. And um, even the newspapers, a lot of them have been gobbled up by conglomerates, and so you don't have the independent news media. You don't have the necessarily, not combative, but different points of view because you have different newspapers coming from different angles. And there were major, major newspapers that were African-American newspapers that were reporting on things that specifically pertain to African-Americans, the community, the business 
things that no one else would report on. Well, community media and community access media is like that. Um, but it has been under assault on a lot of different levels, from legislative levels, from the FCC, Federal Communications Commission, from the government, and PEG, you'll hear public and educational and governmental funding. And so depending on the administration that's in the White House, that governmental funding has been getting cut back. And because it's been cut back, the monies and the funding that would go forward for community media and community producers has been cut back. And so we have producers that are here, but we still have um, limitations. Limitations in terms of funding, limitations in terms of brick and mortar, but not limitations in terms of imagination. And so tonight, my guests that are here with me are the executive board members of the Boston Media Producers Group. The Boston Media Producers Group is the 2.0 of the Boston Neighborhood Producers Group that at one point had over 80 producers, community producers volunteering to publicize churches and community events that broadcast media wouldn't cover, or if they did cover it, they didn't cover it from our angle because we live here. We live here and the information that we have is from the perspective of this is directly influencing me. This is directly influencing my community. So as producers, you can come here, you can learn how to use the camera, how to use audio. It gets demystified. Then you actually become a producer of the news and a, cover, a person who covers the news. So Deborah, you want to talk about um, the Boston Neighborhood Producers Group and the Boston Media Producers Group, like what we're doing now, and the, like a brief history of why there was even a need for the Boston Neighborhood Producers Group and the Boston Media Producers Group. Well, as you said, again, thank you for having me. Uh, as you said, we had over 100 producers, community producers, and we all uh, found it imperative that we collectively stay together and unite to ensure that we make sure public access was visible and viable. And with that, one of my models was always put a face on public access TV. There had to be a hundred of us. We all got together. We formed an executive committee. We took on the issues of ensuring that the BNN itself uh, honored the bylaws that were implemented that had a very serious uh, grounded role for uh, community people to participate. Uh, really aware of what the community, what real people on the, on the ground were thinking and feeling. And that was done through the many voices, the many diverse voices of the producers that came. Mm -hmm. We had, I don't know how many different languages, I don't remember how many different programs, Barbara can speak to that, but we, we developed a, a voice and a board that met on a regular basis. As you said, we were definitely family. We tried to really deal with the range of issues from uh, health, wellness, politics, entertainment, religion, all, all those things. And why we felt that was important was because we know, especially in the black community, no voice. No one's telling our stories. Nobody's given us a long uh, a time to be able to talk about what is really going on. As you said, bits and pieces, sound bites, it's much worse than it ever used to be because we're on fast, get in, get out, get in, get out, and not time to really delve into the background, the stories, the real need, the human interest of what's going on in the community. And that results for community people, regular people wondering or feeling very disconnected, very ill-informed.
Hello, my name is Ken Meyer. It's been my pleasure uh, for the last few years to host a program on WBCA radio called City Talk. I have enjoyed it for many reasons. Number one, I was originally in broadcasting for 20 years, and I had been out of it because I worked for many years for the Disability Commission at City Hall. But when WBCA got started, uh, I was lucky enough to be given a spot to host my own program and call it City Talk. I love it because I get a chance to talk to people that I have worked with, and I'm also able to let people know what some of these people are like because they don't really give a chance to talk much about themselves or their opinions. I speak of people like Susan Warnick from WCVB Channel 5, uh, Jim Boyd also from WCVB, uh, Steve Burton from WBZ-TV Channel 4, also Bob Lobel, former sportscaster at WBZ Radio and WBZ-TV, Upton Bell, former general manager of the New England Patriots, and also more recently, people like Carol Burnett and uh, Sean McDonough of uh, ABC Sports and also ESPN. And it's really been a kick for me to be able to interview these people. I have always enjoyed meeting and interviewing celebrities, and WBCA has allowed me to do that. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Thank you for this great opportunity. I think it's, it's very important because it gives local people a chance to do something on local issues that other radio stations don't do because of syndication and things like that. They concentrate on a lot of national programming, which is fine, but I think local programming is very important as well. And it gives people a chance that maybe didn't have an opportunity to be in radio uh, a chance to do that and be on a local station like WBCA and and do whatever they like. And uh, I, I, I think that's very important, especially the local aspect. Everything is so controversial these days with what's been happening in the world. It's kind of neat to be able to relax and get away from it all and talk about other things that involve the city of Boston and um, city issues and uh, do it with local people. It's a great training ground and you have good people here to be able to work with. And if there are, are people that, that uh, you know, want to get involved in either producing or hosting a show, uh, this is a, a great training ground. When I worked at, at WBZ and WEEI, I had the advantage of the experience of 20 years in radio broadcasting. And I'm sure people just trying to get in and use this as a training ground are a little nervous in the beginning. And if so, it's, it's only natural. But through this station, you have the chance to develop a craft if you really like it and are really into it. When I was in college, their slogan was, learn by doing. And this is what you can do with a great station like WBCA. WBCA Radio is proud to present City Talk, where fascinating conversation is alive and well, with your host, Boston Radio veteran, Ken Meyer. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to City Talk. And our guest is the man whom you hear voicing that intro and outro on every broadcast, a real Boston icon. His name is Jordan Rich. 
we have a very special guest, the first lady of comedy, and that's Carol Burnett. And the gentleman that is with us now that fits all categories, local and national, the one and only voice of ABC and ESPN Sports, Sean McDonough. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to City Talk. Those of you who are, who are talk aficionados and remember way, way back when WRKO first went talk, certainly I hope know the name Deborah Roby. And to, to make sure their listeners were informed. Uh, you, you can tell by the way that I talk about it that I lament the fact that these kinds of days and services, these kinds of this kind of community service that radio used to provide is hard to find these days. Um, and, you know, that's another thing that's really changed in the business, right? So if you love an NPR show, if you're a big fan of a, a radio show like this one, it's in podcast form now. So you can, um, you know, it's appointment listening on your schedule. So I'm, I admit to doing that. I'll do it occasionally with, um, with Boston Public Radio, particularly if they're going to interview the mayor or the governor, and I really want to hear what, um, how the conversation went. I'll go right to the podcast. I, I find a lot of the news today very depressing with the school shootings and mm. problems with, with the police. I wonder almost if news people are doing too good a job in covering some of these things. I don't and, agree. I don't agree, but because um, where would we be without it? I just have to ask that question. Where would we as a society be without great news stories about that reflect and show what, what's going on in our society? Um, I don't believe that you can be too informed. It's just, that's just me. But, you know, you're talking to a news junkie. Yeah. <laughs> My whole family, all three of us, you know, yeah, it's sort of I, what we, um, it's what we, subscribe to because we believe that good journalism only makes society better. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Just break. Hey, my name is Harry Harding. I'm one of the producers here at WBCA 102.9 FM. Uh, I get a chance to host and produce uh, the VIP show and Rocks Talks Radio, both programs brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury, which is a nonprofit uh, in the Boston area, actually serving in the entire Commonwealth of Massachusetts. The VIP show and Rocks Talks Radio are both platforms that the organization uses to not only share uh, some of the work that is taking place at this organization, but really uh, a platform to give voice to the community that is served by the organization. You know, Rocks Talks Radio was originated, you know, shortly after the death of George Floyd. And the idea was to have a platform in which there could be a, a serious discussion about systemic racism and how we battle systemic racism, how we um, get rid of the, the, the poison and the things that uh, jeopardize our community. And Children's Services of Roxbury as an organization has been doing that through a number of different programs for you know, half a century. And Rocks Talks Radio, the program on WBCA is an extension of that effort. And it's really amazing because not only is it an opportunity to continue a really important discussion, but it's also an opportunity for the community to meet uh, real people who are doing real work um, as part of this organization. And I think, you know, giving that light is so important um, because we don't often, we don't often hear directly from the people who are doing this kind of work 
and we don't often give them their flowers uh, while they're here. So this this radio show does that, and you know the VIP show, you know similarly is a another platform that is just a amazing opportunity for our young people, particularly the the teenagers that serve that are served by Children's Services of Roxbury. Our young people, as part of the Youth Purpose and Partnership Program (YPP), they are able to not only get exposure to radio production and audio engineering through actual instruction, but then they're actually able to take those skills and bring them to the air. And that's, you know, both two, two, two great opportunities in one, right? It gives the young people an opportunity to learn skills and expose themselves to an industry and, um, again, skills that they may not have necessarily been, knew that they knew, knew that they had or knew that they wanted to have or, had access to before. So, you know, part of it is that access. But then the other piece is giving them a space to actually, again, amplify their voice. You know, we don't often hear from uh, young people and teenagers in our community about the issues that matter to them or, you know, larger global issues, you know, or even like racism or things that, you know, impact all of us. And so giving them a platform to express themselves, you know, again, is major. And so, you know, I appreciate WBCA and the partnership that we have um, at BNN because the platforms that are created as part of this partnership allow for uh, the community to hear from members of the community who are doing amazing work that they might not be aware of. And it gives them an opportunity to hear voices that they don't always hear. So, you know, we are, um, you know, just fortunate to have this partnership. You know, it's something that I think is going to continue to move forward and allow for more people in the, in the Boston community to learn about the great work that's happening around them and then also hear from some of the people that are making it happen. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, good people, wherever you are joining us from, whatever time you are joining us. I hope you're in good health. I hope you're well. Welcome back to another episode of the VIP show. Today on the VIP show, we have three more very special VIPs from the Youth Purpose and Partnership Program at Children's Services of Roxbury. You know, today's topic is a bit more serious. Um, and shout out to Black and Brown Excellence. Um, you know, the young men in the building today are, you know, representatives of that themselves. And, you know, they wanted to come to today's show and talk about Black Lives Matter, you know, the pros and cons you know, how it affects the black community. Getting right right to it, like, when y'all think of Black Lives Matter, I'm really curious, like, what that even means to you when you hear that. So, Nate, when you hear Black Lives Matter, what is that, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, Harry, I'll start on that. Um, when I hear Black Lives Matter, what usually comes to mind is um, protests, riots, and things that we've witnessed these past couple of years because of not only police brutality, but the way that, um, you know, the black community has been treated. Yeah. And then thinking about it harder, I, like, Come to my realization that this is not only something that's been happening in the past couple of years, but years and decades and centuries. And, um, you know, it's been a thing, an ongoing, you know, problem with slavery and things like that. So I think this is like our time for the black people to come together and just try to um, get back what we've been stolen from, which is our, you know, culture and mm. everything that happened these past couple of years. So. That's what I think about when I think about Black Lives Matter. And there you have it. Three WBCA producers stressing the importance of WBCA radio and community media in general. Hope you enjoyed this special program and thank you, Boston, for tuning in.